This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, is Desi. Just Desi. I'm not just Desi. <laughs> Today, you're I just am. Me. No, I am Desi. I am fabulous. Okay, fabulous, fabulous, I guess, I guess. How are you doing this week? I'm off. You're off? Are yeah. You, are you ever on? Like, Monday was Tuesday and Tuesday is Wednesday. This is true. This and is I'm true. off. We were just, I am off. We were just discussing a few moments ago that, holy cow, I have to edit this tonight because it needs to go up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I thought it was Tuesday today, too. It's so, like, took the day off for your birthday on Monday. Uh-huh. And it was a fun day. It was a fun day. But it Filled was... with lots of wood ticks. <laughs> yes, lots and lots of wood ticks. Uh, went on a nice hike. Um, but I definitely have to say, coming back to work on Tuesday, it's one of the first times I've been just been like, it wasn't worth it. I was so busy at work on Tuesday, I'm like... <laughs> I don't want to take days off anymore. It wasn't worth it because it wasn't your birthday. <laughs> well, no, not that. Like, I don't care whose birthday it was. Like, the workload that I had this week is just insane. Well, like I always said, I don't take my birthday off, but it fell on a Monday. Yeah. How do you not take your birthday off you take it on off a Monday? It falls on a Monday. It's Monday for one. And it's like the company told you to. They gave us a floating holiday this year. And, and it so. is a holiday that they were not paying me for. So yeah. guess what? They just paid me for that holiday. It was perfect. Perfect time for a birthday. Mm, could have oh. been a little better, but you <laughs> yeah. know what? We made the best out of it. Could, could not be stuck in quarantine and be a little better, but it was still a good time. Yes. Yes. But anyway, I believe I am first this evening. Lucky you. And um, last week I brought a story about Plato because I like kind of how things are discovered or first used or invented. Those things always I intrigue me. I like to me. see how they're made. We all know. Yeah. I think we all know how Plato is made. If I mean, most yeah. I want to say most people have made Plato. Well, today I'm coming you with coming to you with a little different device. It's a device that was invented in the, the eight, telephone in the in the 1780s. 1780s. Yeah. The Morse code thingy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something pretty common. I mean, I've used one. I'm I know you've used one. Um I've watched your dad use one. Um a lot of people use these. A brush? Uh, a chainsaw. Ah. Yes, a chainsaw. The chainsaw has a very interesting history. Just don't ever give my mom a right-handed heavy chainsaw though. Okay, I wouldn't want to give your mom a chainsaw. Period. But <laughs> it'll land on her leg when it's running. <laughs> oh. Anyway, the chainsaw it was uh, first invented in the 1780s. 1780s. 1780s by two doctors. Oh, doctors? Yep, two doctors. They were trying to get through the femur bone, weren't they? No, they weren't. No, they were not. They were not. What? Uh, see, at the time, um, if a baby couldn't fit through the birth canal. Oh, I think you need to just stop right there. <laughs> Because I have horror the baby like, would get going through my head right now. Stuck in the pelvis. And so what they would do at the time was take a knife <gasps> and a file and literally cut the pelvis bone. But they invented a chainsaw to make it much easier. No wonder why women <laughs> would die. And this was all done, of course, with no kind of pain medication or oh, sedation. Of <laughs> Here's a stick. Bite down hard. It's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, that's people that, just don't understand how good we have it nowadays. Yeah. The the first chainsaw was actually it was I mean it was like you'd think a chain with blades wrap, you know, spinning around, but it was done with a hand crank. Like a pedal bike. Like a pedal bike, yeah. Yeah. And it was like I said, it was it was invented for for surgery, specifically for birth. I thought that was really Holy freaky. Jesus. Like, can you imagine how I mean it no wonder like people it's didn't like survive. medieval. Like, but it wasn't the medieval era. This is obviously before um, cesareans were um, invented. You, there was no such thing as a C-section back then. It no, was, they just ripped your hip off. You came out that way, whether they had to cut the bones to get you out or not. Be I know like, it's not a long story, but I was really intrigued. That is so gross. Like, like could you imagine if I like, I mean, our kids just like, popped right out <laughs> yeah like <laughs> they were like one of them didn't even I almost am. didn't make it to the hospital but <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell she's a force not to be reckoned with <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm gonna emphasize she <laughs> it, it, it was time to come out and time to come out and she wanted now. it now now <laughs> she was almost born in a car but i had a friend who was induced and the second time she was induced, because she went over, like, hardcore over her time. Second time they induced her, they finally did an x-ray, and they were like, his head's too big. He's not coming out naturally. She would have died, probably, because of a, a chainsaw. Yeah, probably, probably. I'm going to have to message that story and be <laughs> like, just be thankful they had cesareans nowadays. Yes, yes. It was, it, and it went from being used as that to then shortly after that, it was used for, you know, amputations. That's, they found it very useful for that. And then shortly after that in the, uh, you know, about 10 years later, 1890s, they started realizing, hey, this would work really good on. That blood. right there would have made me go, I'm never having kids. Yeah. Never. That's birth control in itself. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of forms of birth control back then. <laughs> That's a form of birth control to go, I'm no, never I understand. having I understand. sex. I understand. <laughs> Do you know the consequences? <laughs> this is also a time where, as a woman, you might not have had a choice. <laughs> that's horrible to say, but, you know, this that's how is things true. work. So, but, yeah, that's my little gory history of the chainsaw. Oh, Gross. Interesting. So. It was interesting. I will give you that. Um, I'm going to bring it up a little. I'm just kidding. We're going to the center of the earth. Holy cow. <laughs> so during the Cold War, the U.S. and the Soviet both created ambitious um, projects to drill deeper than ever before. So have you ever heard of that at all? Um, I don't think so. Do I've you heard know of where other... the deepest hole is in the world? No, I do not. Well, it's in Russia now. Okay. It's man-made. Um, I mean, I used to think it was in my backyard. We were going to China. <laughs> that <laughs> I was think the whole point. This has a lot to do Probably. with comments like that. Um, as we all know, <laughs> we were the first ones to the moon. Yes. And in my mind, I went, 1970, Russia <laughs> started drilling. Started drilling. They figured they were going to be the first somewhere in else. 1950. But they started drilling. We hadn't started drilling yet. Okay. So they started drilling. I went, okay, I can almost bet. They don't say anything about it in this, what I pulled up. But in my mind, I'm going, I can almost bet they were thinking they got to the moon first. We've got to beat them in something. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, the whole 
It, it wasn't just, I mean, they got into space first. That's why we went to the moon right away because they beat us into we space. We had to beat them. You know? It was like it was a competition. A, it's a Cold War. You're trying, to, trying to show your strength in some way or another. It was trying to compare ball size is what it was doing. Yeah, that's why rockets look like penises. You said it. <laughs> you said it. So, anyways, um, the Cola Super Deep Borehole is the deepest man-made hole on Earth, and it's the deepest artificial point on Earth. It goes uh, 40,230 feet deep. Holy cow. Um, it's, that is deep. It is. So construction is so deep that locals swear you can hear screams of the souls tortured in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So it took the Soviets almost 20 years to drill, drill that far. Um, but the drill bit was still only about a third of the way through the crust of the Earth's mantle uh, when the project came grinding to a halt and the chaos post-Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. So they no longer had the funds and had to stop, more okay. or less. Crazy. It is kind of crazy. Um, we also had one, but we started in the ocean, actually, because we thought it would... Cause the, Earth's crust, it kind of goes through it in the story. It's about 25 feet okay. before you hit the mantle. Yeah. Or not the mantle, but before you hit the, is it mantle and then I don't the know. core? It's the mantle and then the core. Um, Before you hit the mantle, though. So they thought if they went in the ocean to do this, mm-hmm. they would skip most of the crust. Okay. So they wouldn't have to drill through that. Um. They didn't get very far. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> it took 20 years to plan it. They started after the Soviet Union, or the mm-hmm. Russia did. And then um, because two years prior to going to the moon, um, I don't even think they got through the crust. We did start before Russia. We didn't finish because we stopped two years before going to the moon. And I'm assuming it's because funds were being moved from one to the other. That makes sense. They didn't really get into specifics. That was kind of a, I'm assuming. We can only afford one national pointless trip somewhere. (laughs) Whether it's to the center of the earth or the moon, we figure we go to the moon. But the good part about us drilling in the ocean, well, I shouldn't say good. Did they find oil? I mean, no, that's, they that's what we find Pacific, when we drill. <laughs> they did it in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. But that that was what kind of, because this is pre-post-polls, mm-hmm. before oil started happening, but that was kind of what helped construct the okay. Gulf and stuff like that, where you see the oil rigs. <laughs> um, but it sounds like Japan, because this was like between us, Japan, Russia, and mm-hmm. Germany. We're all, but Germany didn't start digging until the 90s. Interesting. And Russia gave them a lot of their stuff. They had had a country (laughs) to rebuild, I guess. (laughs) So, but it sounds like Japan might be going in with us on something close to Mm. Hawaii or Costa Rica or not Costa Rica, uh, Guatemala. Guatemala. Not Guatemala. Maybe that was. Guam. 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 There we go. It's, it's. Island. It's an island out somewhere. There yeah, Guatemala is not an island. It's in somewhere. Central America. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were at Guam, Mexico. No. Okay. Why 
why do I have guacamole in my head? <laughs> I just drew this large blank. That's okay. That's but it was okay. right off. Of, it was Mexico. It was a town that started with a G, though. Okay. I have no Guatemala? idea. Guatemala? No, that's, that's a, a country. That's a country. I, I should, like, Guadalupe? <laughs> yeah, there it is, too. Guadalupe, Mexico. I didn't even know that was a city. I thought it was a guy's name. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's where guacamole comes that's from. That's kind of crazy. All right. The name of it. Um, But it sounds like we, as of, when was this printed? Two years ago? Nope. May of 2019. Okay, a year ago. Um, year ago, we're working with Japan currently to try to find somewhere to work together to, to, get, to, the mat, get, to the... or to the core um, because they want to do studies on the rocks. And all that keeps going through my head, though, is the ring of fire is right there. Yeah. Like Hawaii, and it goes all the way down mm-hmm. to <laughs> Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. It comes back up to the Philippines, and it's just like, why aren't we doing this in the Atlantic Ocean where there's not lava like right there that is an interesting question it scares me anytime they talk about we're just trying to see what's down there well what are you gonna what happens (laughs) if you screw something up and like it's gonna flush the ocean out and it's gonna go down like the toilet only planet we have (laughs) our water just flushed out of earth yeah what are we gonna do it it hit the center and it flushed (laughs) and it's like in britain where it goes up so it's in space. Yep. Huh. Fun. <laughs> fun, fun. But yeah, there's, I thought that was kind of cool though. You can go tour um, the deep, or not the deepest hole, but they might have something like that in Russia, but I have this feeling mm. they may not have something like that set up. Germany, you can go look at their hole that they drilled. Cool. But Russia's drill bits that they used are now standard for things that are longer than a mile. Okay, that's cool. So they set the standard at something. So yeah, they did. They, they get did. that. Pat on the back, Russia. We were talking about, um, you know, doing stuff to the earth. I, I almost brought this for a story, but it's not interesting enough, so I, I won't. So I didn't get super in-depth into researching it. But I read the other day that the scientist that was credited with adding lead to gasoline. Okay. Is the same scientist credited with creating Freon. The two most Ooh. deadly poisonous <laughs> gases to uh, things to the earth. The same scientist came up well, with both of them. They don't use Freon anymore. No, I know. We don't use leaded gasoline anymore either. <laughs> that went away when we were kids. You know, I didn't even think of that either because I remember seeing the lead signs. Yep. I never, it never dawned on me until this moment. The signs no longer say diesel, leaded, unfuel, nope, or we don't unleaded. We don't unfuel. use leaded fuel anymore. So, nope, but yeah, I just thought that was did crazy. Those go but, away. See, that's how observant kids. I am about certain things. But I do remember seeing the signs where you had three gas prices, yep. three three different prices at the pump. Yep. Crazy, weird. Yep. How you don't think about stuff like that? I was more weird. focused on when I got my driver's license. Of course, I get my driver's license, and it no longer is ninety nine cents. Will it ever go under a buck thirty-two again? Hey, no, we're getting close. <laughs> it's getting close, but I think I saw it for two days and I was all excited, and I just thought it was a curse. Yeah, maybe I should get rid of my driver's license. I bet there you go. gas will tank. There you go. There you go. Gas <sighs> tank. 
<laughs> I wonder where that's if that's where it got its term because the gas tank is below. And Maybe. It, I don't so, know. No. I'm far-fetched. No, idea. no idea. It's a tank and then you attached it to a car. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I like to think outside <laughs> the box a little. My next story is a little weird for me. Just wait until my next story. <laughs> it's just... I read this article and the title of the article like really intrigued me. The title of the article was... Do lions purr and other questions about nature? They do. They don't. But yes, I'm going to get into that. Do it's impossible. They can't. I could have swore I saw something. Anyway, what am I thinking of a lynx? The do first question. Purr. Uh, the first question was, "Do lions purr?" And the answer is no. Only smaller cats, uh, house cats, bobcats, ocelots, lynxes, cougars, and others. There we go. Have we what have it takes cougars to here, so that's yes. probably where... But big cats have a length of tough cartilage that runs up uh, like the back of their tongue almost into their Weird. skull. And that allows them to roar, but it means it you can't It cuts purr. off on the vibrations. Exactly. So I thought that was really cool. But the whole point of this article was all kinds of questions like that. Weird. So the next one... Where did you get this from? Are you were you watching something with the Tiger King? No. And and then you came across this? No, not at all. No. The second one, why do fl- flamingos stand on one leg? It's so they can get the shrimp cuz that's why they're pink. It's not so they can get the shrimp. <laughs> There's also other birds, a bunch of them. Most birds that have the long legs and, you know, bodies like a flamingo stand on one leg. To stay warm. They curl the other leg up inside of themselves and then they'll put their head, kind of put their head down and that's how they stay warm is by standing on one leg. Weird. I thought so too. There is a video, I have to just say this. There's a video of a swan standing with a bunch of flamingos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. It's a true story. Anybody can Google this. Swan next to flamingos Mm -hmm. and it's trying to lift its leg. That's funny. I I was like, what the heck? Funny, okay. funny. And one Sorry. of the reasons that they do this to stay warm, they are, you know, most popular around the equator. But the one thing about the equator is you do have the 12 hour nights typically. So it's night can get colder. And that so sense. that's why they stand on one leg to try to stay warm. Here's one that made me think of Ian. Do bugs bug bugs? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the answer is yes. Um, the part I thought was really interesting. Where the heck did it go? Um, mites. There are a. There can be up to a hundred different mites living on a dragonfly. I'm like, that's insane. That's gross. <laughs> like, I actually knew that. Bugs having bugs having bugs. Well, Ugh. it's almost like parasites living off a rodent. It is. It so is, and that's how they describe it here. Is that's basically a parasite. It's just a smaller parasite living off of something else. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. That's kind of what they talked about here. Well, it's true. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that was controversial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did my favorite question go? I don't know. I These are questions. You it. should be asking me the questions to see if I know them before you say it. I should be, but you're too smart. You just know everything. I oh, do. There it is. It was at the bottom of the page. Why are there no green mammals? Because they poop the green out. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. There's no overwhelming evidence. I mean, there 
we could discover a green mammal and nobody would oh, freak out. But so far, mammal. there have been no discovered green mammals. And they figure it's because all that mammals food? have hair. All mammals have hair and start with either a dark brown complexion, a pale, like cream colored complexion, a reddish complexion. There's It could happen. And Little with those, ladies have blue hair. With those colors, they typically aren't going to mutate into um, a. a, a, a into a green because like, of a pigment because of the pigment yes so there i just thought that was really weird and i did first time I ever thought of it there's no green mammals kind of crazy that does make sense like go from black to brown to red to blonde to white mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this one doesn't really interest me too much huh. one of the questions um how do birds find all the seeds that they've hidden there's i mean they kind of remember it i don't know um, <laughs> uh, like I, maybe they put little feet print down so they circle it. Maybe it's like bees where they have a pattern to fly to get there. And they, I mean, it maybe, and I'm sure that has. I'm sure maybe, patterns. Maybe of you how got they, the answer right there. No, I don't. They're not sure. This is one of the questions that they didn't answer. That they weren't positive on why they've done a bunch of research and they're. Um, the way their cells in a in a bird's brain work is in re, uh, what's the word rhythmic you know, like reproduce is different than cells in other people and they do it in such a way that it's, they, they literally think it is a memory that carries constantly through their life huh. of where they where they've been so they know where to pick something up so but they're not positive on this they're it's well, obviously, you can't get inside the bird's brain, and this is true. This is true. But that was it. Just, just some interesting questions about nature. I'm not really a nature person, but I thought they were interesting. The the do lions roar and the um, the green mammal and the green like mammal one really made me go, huh? But as soon as you said it, it makes complete sense. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You know, I mean, if we do someday discover a blue mammal and a yellow mammal eventually we'll have a green one <laughs> well they might have a yellow because there are yellow haired yeah. dogs golden there retrievers are. There are. weird but nothing's popped out blue yet so all the smurfs but they're not mammals Izzy! <laughs> we're gonna dye our blue <laughs> and then we can have the kids sing that song you like so much no god <laughs> <laughs> it's not even funny alan Yes, it is. Well, it's so funny. I'm going to hand you this picture. Uh Uh-oh. I want you to tell me what you think it is. A tapeworm. It is a tapeworm. (laughs) I'm good. Remember when I was My first thought was like spaghetti noodles. (laughs) Oh, you should have saw the first picture. I didn't print that off, but it was noodles. The toilet kind of helped give it away. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I thought about that after I handed it to you. Like I should have taken that one out. (laughs) That's really gross. Remember I was gagging earlier. Yeah. There's a video on the link where you can watch it moving while it's sitting on top of the toilet. Yeah. Um, a man pulled out a 32 foot tapeworm out of his anus. That's the worm right there. 32 feet. Yep. He said it was stretched out to 32 feet as he was pulling it, but it eventually like it got wider and shorter hmm. so um tapeworms yeah. are so freaky they're gross looking flat and ugh. 
But 44-year-old, he uh, dropped off his kids at school, and then he had the urge to drop some kids off at the swimming pool. Yeah. Um, he said when he had finished, what he thought he had finished, something didn't feel right. Like, he still had the urge to go, but he was mm-hmm. done. And then he... I don't know if he wipes standing up or what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was just going off of your other story that you brought a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had seen like a string or something. He had just had um, surgery of some sort. Okay. So he thought maybe it was from that. Yeah. And then his wife, girlfriend, wife, girlfriend, wife, uh, one of the other. Okay. Uh, she's a nurse, and she actually told him it was God, a tapeworm. Gross, gross. He showed it to her and told her, and she's like, that's a tapeworm. I can't believe they used to sell these things, like, in the back of a magazine for, like, a diet thing. Like... I debate on even telling oh, one of yuck. those. You can still order those. I know. It's gross. It's like, absolutely mm, gross. Maybe I'll get a tapeworm. But the thought of it falling out was enough for me to go... Mm, no. Yeah. Because if it's touching me on the outside. <laughs> then it's touching you on the inside. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> if I can see it and I can feel it on my outer skin because yeah. you're going to feel it there. Yeah. No. I'd no. be freaked out. You would like lose your mind. You have that, you know, the worm, worm, the worm fear. fear. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's exactly. Worm. That's exactly it. I'd be like, what it the. It's kind of uh, like. Uh, Looks kind of like ramen. Like I when I found it, <laughs> what was my reaction? And you said what? Yeah, yeah, you were. Like, I, was, uh, uh, <laughs> I was like gagging. I thought I was like, "Wow, this is so cool." And I'm like, uh, and he, you're like, "What? What? What?" And I'm like, "Never mind. I can't tell you. I'm I'm bringing it to the show." Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> well, now you know it's most likely a worm that I'm talking about. When, yeah, yeah, I. Like, mm. days after it rains, I run into work, and I'm, like, damn near about ready to vomit because they're everywhere. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. Uh, uh. Yeah. <sighs> just a little tapeworm, only a 34-foot little tapeworm. Worm. I thought I said 32. 32, 34, whatever. <laughs> Two feet difference. <laughs> Big difference. All right. My final story is a- Woohoo! I'm just kidding. It is a <laughs> rip straight from the headline story, um, straight from recent news. Has everything, anything and everything to do with the COVID-19 pandemic going on. Mm. You know, we are now at a point where a lot of states are looking for ways to open up. Uh-huh. Looking for, you know, small businesses looking for ways to service customers and make money. And one of those big industries that have been really hit hard is the restaurant industry. Yes, and we try to support our restaurants. We support our local restaurants trying to order t- takeout and stuff like that, but it's really hard, and I'm and sure I'm, I'm sorry, some are Domino's, really struggling. we don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. We haven't Domino's. ordered from you. We we only order from local yes. small business. Anyway, there are a bunch of small business local restaurants that have come up with ingenious ideas that I was kind of impressed with. Um, I feel like you're going to talk about. Never mind. Go on. I'm going to start with a, a little restaurant in a small town in the state of Virginia. Okay. Virginia just recently opened up to restaurants. You can you can open your restaurant, but you can only open to 50% capacity. Which makes sense. Which makes they, sense. Everybody's got to stay within six, you know, six feet apart, and you've got to 
you know, have 50, no more than 50% capacity. So the owner of the restaurant walked down the street to a department store that recently closed, bought all their mannequins, and every other table I, outfitted it with mannequins dressed. So it looks in, full. Dressed the rest. The restaurant looks full, and everybody's dressed in like 1940s like that. stuff. And I thought that was really cool. I'm like, that is an awesome idea. Not only does it keep people apart, but when but you're it, when you're in a restaurant, you don't want it to be empty. It doesn't feel right. No, it doesn't. Well, now it'll feel full. And I thought that was an it's a genius idea. I saw that. I totally saw that. And so. Um, there's a, other restaurants are doing similar things. There was a restaurant in Georgia that bought blow up dolls. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Put them every six feet. That's hilarious. <laughs> there was one in where was this one in Austria? They they went to some very detailed doll work, and they have these like full size. Looks like like a wax like doll wax, Yeah, it is. Something. It's like a wax or doll full size like people sitting at tables that's crazy um another fun one was uh this cafe in germany um they gave people hats and they have pool noodles on the hats to keep you six feet apart you know where people. that came from right no I have the no guy idea. from italy i didn't see that. oh no the guy from italy was cardboard he had a uh, six foot radius cardboard okay. all the way around him and he was trying to get in the store and they wouldn't let him in the store <laughs> with it and then there was the Walmart of people had the pool noodle dude. Okay. And he looked like my Uncle Mike, so I sent the picture of my cousin Stacy. I was Funny. like, does this remind you of ever anyone? I don't see your dad doing something <laughs> like this, but hey. And finally, the the you know the wet restaurant that went all out, they're actually booked um, through the end of June, is located in Amsterdam. They put up mini greenhouses I saw that too. And you too. get to you sit at your at a I table inside cool. of your own personal greenhouse. I'm like, that is cool. So that is cool. I really like to see small businesses doing trying to do something different, you know, to try to you know keep everybody safe. That's I just thought that was great. Oh, for sure. Okay, so my last story. I have to make sure I have it all ready here. Okay. I should probably hand it to you because I think it's on the site here. Put the, I have a VR set, so he's putting a VR set on. But are you going to be able to hear me with that? Oh, you could put your headset on over that. Yep. Here's a little doohickey thingy, the clicker. Okay, where's the microphone? Right there. So, um, All right. I found this a while ago. You know this, well, and we couldn't find the clicker. And it we, just shut off. Why did it shut off? I don't, I don't know. know how to work it. It's the kids. I don't ever work it. Okay, here we go. I made the kids help me. <laughs> <laughs> but right. this is something if you're looking at doing more, but because it's out there, it might be fun to bring. I mean, even if you don't have a VR set, because I'm going to flat out say this really, even though it's meant for VR, it's not a good VR hey, I've been here. thing. So it's the virtual Walt Disney World and Disneyland rides. When I first originally looked at it, it was just like 12 or 14 Disney World rides. Yeah. They have expanded since. So I think I had put on Splash Mountain for you. Or I'm on Pirates of the Caribbean. Pir okay. Pirates this of the Caribbean. This is my favorite ride when I was a little kid. So more or less is what it is as somebody... 
with has a video, the video camera. camera and it's not even 360. I yeah, thought it kinda, was 360. Or YouTube's maybe got some a lot of, of 360 are. videos that I think would be and a lot better YouTube. than this. And this is YouTube. Like this, this is isn't YouTube. very good. But I know, but this obviously isn't a 360 video. I can't. You turn can do and, 360. Do you have it on 2D though? I don't know where anything is. I just Point clicked play. Down. I don't see anything about changing it. Do you have it on full screen? No. No, I do. Somewhere towards the bottom when you oh, click on it. Here we go. Okay. VR 360. Keep it on 2D though. I just did VR 360. But it doesn't go all the way around. I think 180. Oh, this, but it uh, still this isn't headset, as. And this headset obviously isn't the greatest either because this is like really Yeah, grainy. we don't have top of the line. This is like the cheapo Oculus Go. So it's not like. Thanks, great. Grandma May. The kids love it though. Like another 10 minutes and I'll be throwing up. But This isn't that bad unless. Well, the real stuff made me want to vomit. This wasn't that bad. But it it's somebody who walks through like you're standing in line, and then you're waiting for the ride, and you go through the ride. So it's more or less kind of, do yeah. you want to visit there? This is what it's about. You can watch somebody actually walking through it. There's other things on there that are not just rides, but there are just rides too. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done a few roller coasters on here that were kind of cool, and where'd everything go? Mm. But if you have little kids, you know, they'll probably... It is a great way to kind of see the... to see a ride that you, you know, otherwise would probably not be able to see. But if I had to rate this, though, especially for Disney, this is thumbs down. I mean, this is obviously just somebody filming it. It's not like is this isn't Disney putting it out, is it? Yes, it's on the Disney website. Oh, okay. That's why I said thumbs down. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. Like, I've seen this ride at both uh, Disneyland and Disney World, and it just, just brings back memories because I've been on it both. It's cool. virtual reality and virtual virtual tours. Okay. So if you're thinking about going there, you can look at some of the stuff. Um, they brought out more stuff, though, because of COVID. I oh, didn't yeah, bring I this imagine. because of COVID. I just thought this would be... I like to talk about places to go see. I mean, anyone who's listened to our show knows I love to talk about where we could travel to and interesting places. And I was like, you know what? I came across this. It was the middle of January when I found it. And I was like, we can't go anywhere. And this might, the kids might actually enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. But they've expanded on it. They have a lot more stuff on there to look at. Even if you don't have a VR set, throw it on YouTube for the kids to watch. Yeah, I mean, even check it out for yourself like. too, because I've never oh. been to Disneyland, Disney World. Yeah, that's definitely cool. So, but definitely now because I've found other things on there too, I might be checking out more and bringing more. Who knows? I really like my favorite thing to do on that. I don't haven't used it a lot, but I because I'm into horror stuff i like doing the scary Ugh. stuff where you get kind of freaked out and like seems really realistic but yeah no no uh when i put that on ava has a background picture of somewhere in the ocean with um snow caps or icebergs okay and you're on like the shoreline but you're you're like feet feet above the shoreline you're mm -hmm. not touching the ground so when you're looking around it's like oh this is so cool and then you look down and you realize, I realize that I'm like 
not touching the ground ground. and i immediately like i don't have a huge fear of heights but sometimes i can get a little dizzy and nauseous just looking down and i was like yep mm -mm, mm -mm." Hmm. cool cool yeah (laughs) I, I, i totally understand i get a little bit of that nausea when i'm well, that, that roller coaster ride, I wanted to try it out when they first got it, did that, mm-hmm. and I I had to take them off because I literally was about ready <laughs> to head for the bathroom. Yep, it can happen, it can happen. And actually, for most people, um, the nausea will increase with the, um, the resolution decreasing. So if you don't have a really expensive VR headset, a lot of people get more nauseous than if you do because the... Resolution being more like realistic helps your brain a little bit, but some people get it no matter what. I don't know if I get it no matter what, because I love scary rides mm-hmm. and things like that. We'll have to try. Tristan has a has one of the little more expensive ones. We'll have to try it when we go see him. Or he'll yeah. just have to drive it up here. His is a got to attach the computer. He's oh not gonna yeah, bring we had computer. that conversation. I remember that now. So, so. anyway, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. So. And if uh, if you would like to go to Disney World, you can, and just tell us all about it. <laughs> Actually, you can't. They're closed right now. But you can tell us all about it. Send us an email to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Well, they can go to our web page yes. and click on the link to get to those. And then so. they can say they went to Disney World. Yep, yep. Um, but definitely come see us on Facebook. Share us, like us, leave a comment, critique us. Yay. We're also on Twitter, Outlandish Casts on Twitter. (laughs) And Instagram is Outlandish Outcasts. And also leave us a rating and review in whatever app you are listening or platform you are listening on. Um, Hopefully you're not, weren't listening on the one that disappeared this week. There was one that disappeared. Yeah, I think it came back. No, it wasn't mine either. It was uh, Podcast Addict disappeared for like a week. Really weird. But. Hopefully they come back and figure out what they were doing. Anyway. <laughs> Weird. With, uh, I guess that's the stories for the week. It is. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.